0: Welcome into the podcast that brings listeners directly to the intersection of sports and entertainment through the lens and incomparable style of Dick Butkus. Direct from the 312, join hosts Matt Amendola and Matt Butkus as they dive into the worlds of football, pop culture, philanthropy, and more. This is Butkus Beyond the Line. Roses are red and violets
1: are blue. If you've got any sense, you'll keep Butkus away from you.
2: Welcome back to Budkis Beyond the Line. We are joined today by Austin Trout, professional boxer, bare knuckle fighter who held the WBA light middleweight title from 2011 to 2013. His overall career record is 36 wins, five losses, and one draw. But first, the huddle. 989 on two, on two, on two, ready? On two, on two, on two, ready? Ready. What do you think about the playoffs in the NBA, Matt?
0: Well, talking about it last time, remember we were what Miami team might win? Yeah. <laughs> might win, and I said not to heat. Maybe the Panthers, but man,
2: well, Panthers ESPN, better wake up. ESPN odds right now, even though the games are 1-1, or each team's 1-1-1, they have Denver 80% chance of winning. Miami 20, I don't know how they got those odds, but... That's pretty crazy for the finals, actually. Yeah.
0: Well, I knew. I. I mean, I predicted on uh, first game. Come if I were, way? yeah, if I were a betting man, you know, I'd the, get on
2: my scooter and
0: go, and go with the, which I did. <laughs> Head to the casino, which I did. Um. So it was. I. You know, I figured they were tired. Right. You know, game one, they get there. The altitude. They've been traveling. Sure. So it was. I was spot on.
2: It was Denver, Denver. What was it? An eight point spread that game?
0: Nine. Nine. Okay. Did you get it
2: at nine?
0: Got it at nine. So, first quarter hit that. First half hit that. There you go. Second half was Miami was minus a half. So, you know, if you're down by 17 and Vegas picks nine, it's going to be close. You and, and, it, and it was At close to the end of the
2: game. Well, playing? they were up
0: 25 in the third quarter, and I'm like, <laughs> right off into the sunset on this one. But
2: what was it, the last 12 seconds. Yeah, it got down to eight
0: or nine. Oh man.
2: And oh, then man. Vegas, man, they're just they're good. They're good. The NBA, man, they're they're really close to those uh Vegas odds sometimes. Yep. And then what do you think about game three in Miami?
0: Uh, I would think same thing. Maybe Miami, and then I think Denver. I still think Denver's going to win Denver's the series. Get one
2: out, one out, one out of the next two for sure. Yep. So, yeah, in in Miami, and then it'll go Denver, Miami, and then Game Seven. Denver, and that's uh, I think that's shooting for June eighteenth, right now. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I was looking at the schedule. I mean, I know it's uh it's past Father's Day, but sneaking back and surprising my dad for father's day but i looked up the schedule but yeah i looked up the schedule and vegas is going to be home in game five Mm -hmm. so vegas loses at least one in florida which i think they will at least one
2: yeah i think so too there'll be a game
0: five in vegas and uh vegas isn't too far from los angeles so might be the clincher how they're playing. If they uh-huh. go down to Florida and split,
2: it's it's gonna be over in five. I think so too, yeah. I mean if I, I just think Denver overall's just got you know, since they did get so much rest and they do have the best player in the league, I think uh I don't know, I think they're gonna be able to facilitate a win out of out of the series. So I don't know I know ESPN's odds are high. I don't know if Vegas's are quite that high, but I think that the uh, Nuggets are going to take care of some business for sure. Yeah. What about hockey? What about hockey? Did you? How was? Uh,
1: I on think Florida right again
2: on the Vegas bandwagon. They're not a bandwagon, but
0: I, you know, maybe adopt them as your second team after the Blackhawks. I, I mean, I like them.
2: Vegas. I like them too. I've always liked, especially because they came out so hot out of out of uh, out of the gate.
0: Yep. Their goalie's playing well. I, they're probably going to drop one, and if Florida doesn't win Game Three,
2: <laughs> did you see the pre- pregame, the Vegas pregame, the uh, yeah, uh, medieval night? Was that medieval, you? medieval times on the ice. <laughs> what would you think about that? Was that you, like you
0: in costume?
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I saw it on Charlie Bo- Charlie Boots. I saw that he he posted on it, and I I, I was laughing. Yeah.
0: I was watching all the Swifties from the balcony. T o double D.
2: Yeah, and oh, I, that's right. How yeah, was uh, Taylor Swift I was marching through the uh, the uh, army of fans for Taylor Swift? That yeah, day. <laughs> that was crazy, man. Had a lot
0: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, man. She uh, got a lot of fans. I'll tell you that much.
2: What about the what about the diapers? Did you get the diaper pick? The the what? Yeah, there was older ladies bragging that they were wearing adult diapers <laughs> underneath their Taylor Swift dresses. Oh, I didn't get I didn't get that, memo. <laughs> I didn't either. I saw it on the I saw it on the on TV. I don't know where I saw it, but. And then the dead
0: were in town. Have you ever we, seen we, the Grateful we, Dead?
2: I have. I saw them at the Willie Nelson picnic in Austin <laughs> one year. It was fantastic. Nice. Nice. Had to send one of my buddies home early. He got a uh, little sick. <laughs> <laughs> got a little too excited for the dead show, so he, uh, he, he had to lay it had, down. Yeah, yeah, he had like he, Rat he, lay it down. Yeah, he had to uh, get a little help from 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 some of his friends that day. So. <laughs> little Joe Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ironically, that guy he ended up moving back he was living in waco at the time but he moved back to austin and i see him i see him so shout out to josh saki Yep. he's uh i
0: was man. looking up the guns and roses schedule and i and i saw they're gonna they're gonna be in uh san antonio and houston so we might have to make one of those
2: hey i'm i'm up for a road trip for sure yeah what about the power
0: trip concert in october they have uh, Guns N' Roses and Iron Maiden oh, wow. on Friday night, Ozzy and ACDC on Saturday, and Metallica Ooh. and Tool on Sunday.
2: What a lineup.
0: Might have to make that show.
2: I'd love to watch that show. That's, In that's, Palm
0: Springs, where I already, I already got my flight and I already got my room. Staying
2: at Agua, Agua Caliente. I have to get a room there. You've been there? Yeah. Love that casino resort.
0: <laughs> That's where we hold the Butkus Award. Yeah, that was a fun so.
2: time. What else is going on, man? Oh man, working, been working. Yeah, I got an art show on the fifteenth, June fifteenth, here for a designer. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it. Where is that going to be? It's in Dallas at a. Uh, he's redoing his gallery. Oh, nice. And he does, his name is George Bass, and it's uh, it's kind of a big deal. It's going to be fun. There's going to be.
0: George Badass oh, bass?
2: bass? Oh, yeah. So nice. We'll see. I'm getting some of the – I have eight samples to complete before that. I'm, so, I'm excited about it. you talked to your brothers? you enjoying he co-
0: coaching? He he gets, for- on,
2: he gets done on the 16th. He uh, He's going to be off from uh, June 16th to July 22nd. So that's his, like, summer. Yeah. And then he goes back to Vegas and uh, goes – so basically what he's been doing is just watching a ton of film, uh, breaking down different players and yeah. giving scouting reports back. I, I saw what
0: Deontay Adams was at the hockey game in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm a, I can't wait. Oh, I, I did talk to – I talked to him yesterday. He said that he could uh, help me get Patrick some – Tickets to the uh, Monday night game against the Packers in, in Vegas. So there, there we go. go. So I haven't told Patrick yet. So I got that news later last night. So I'll, I'll yeah. tell him later this afternoon. So he'll be excited. There you go. At the beginning of the year, I think the NFL teams, you know, I mean, later throughout the year, they definitely separate and differentiate themselves. But you got to have hope for the Raiders, at least, you know, I've only been Raider Nation for one year. So Oh there you go so there you go we're gonna figure it out i got my buddies in vegas already kind of hyped up for the season so nice maybe maybe visit a couple maybe visit a couple pools there there you go
0: well let's go see where no doubt got his nickname from let's go all righty
2: AmericanEagle.com has over two decades of experience designing websites that produce results. Their clients come to rely on them for a full line of website services from consulting and strategy to digital marketing, hosting, and support. AmericanEagle.com is the technology partner you need if you're looking for online success. They're also the official website and digital marketing provider for the Budkus Award and the Budkus Foundation websites. And we proudly recommend the team to AmericanEagle.com. Give AmericanEagle.com a call today. One eight seven seven web now one. Welcome back. We are joined today by a professional boxer and bare knuckle champion who held the WBA light middleweight championship title from 2011 to 2013. He is also the three-time light middleweight. Title Challenger, challenging twice for the IBF title in 2016, 2017, as well as the WBC title in 2013 and 2018. His overall boxing professional career record is 36 wins, five losses, and one draw, and is currently one and oh in the bare knuckles boxing league. Austin Trout, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for that
3: introduction. Thank y'all for having me. It's definitely a pleasure to be here. Yeah, where you at? Uh, Houston, Houston, oh, Texas. Right. Nice. There you go. I'm
2: from Houston, I'm from H-town. I like it.
3: Yeah, I love it. I'm uh, you know from New Mexico, but I should have been out here in Texas.
2: Wow. How was it growing up in Las Cruces? I know you know you had to kind of. How's it kind of marketing yourself out in that market?
3: It was hard. <laughs> it was <laughs> hard. I remember when I turned pro back in 2005. Uh, you know, top rank, Golden Boy. At the time, main event, nobody, no major promoters were signing African-American fighters, period. Let alone an African-American fighter from New Mexico. It's a terrible demographic for
2: me. It's tough out there.
0: We used to have an office in Corrales, New Mexico.
3: Oh, yeah. Corrales is? is. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, What was I doing out there?
0: Uh, We had an insurance company. That was our headquarters. Really? uh, Because, yeah, my dad's partner was a a Native American from the Oneida tribe in Green Bay. Ah, And that's where he lived. And he had the the Hogan and all that stuff that we went in, you know, the sweat, the down in the ground and the the medicine man and all that stuff was pretty interesting and cool.
3: It's cool. Yeah, they're very still in touch with, with their indigenous roots out there in New Mexico, especially in the north. Yeah. The south, not as much, but that's because we didn't get the revolt like the north did.
0: Then <laughs> I remember? And is it Albuquerque has the big hot air balloon stuff? Yep. yeah, the balloon festival. <laughs> there. Have you ever been up in a hot air balloon? I have. How is
3: it? It's, it's a lot more... Thrilling than you would think. So <laughs> kind of go up, but you know, you, you feel like you're gonna fall at any moment.
2: I'd only been on one, and it was one of those ones they connect you to the rope, and they get you like so high, um, and they just bring you yeah. back. down Oh come on! Yeah, I, mean, I, see, was, I was still like on. A, it was still like me on like a training wheels type of deal.
3: Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of boring. it's when you you're gone from the tether, and you're like, all right, dude, I see some power lines coming. Oh, those are trees. Yeah. He just you know. Just hit the go fire. Up. Oh, you didn't. Go you down. didn't. You weren't
0: steering it by yourself.
3: Oh no, I was just riding, and you know, still, I was like, "Bro, there's not enough controls in this. You just go up and down. That's it. What about left and right?"
2: Well, Austin, you're doing commentating. You've done some UFC stuff. Tell tell us more about the bare knuckle boxing. Bare knuckle boxing is. I mean, it's fun.
3: <laughs> First time you say that. It's a. Uh, it's it's fun in. to watch. It was fun to be in. Um, the whole production top to bottom um was just it was just a great time great event and that was for me fighting on the card you know I felt that way and then when I got to do some commentating for for a card in Denver sure. um you know it was even more fun because I didn't have to fight I was like oh man I could really enjoy these fights Yeah, and you then-
2: defeated Diego Sanchez MMA guy how was how did that feel like going against an MMA guy
3: well, you know, for, especially for New Mexico, that was you know it was big for New oh, Mexico. Oh yeah, he's from Albuquerque. That's right. That's right. It was a it was a good old North versus South kind of kind of thing. And uh, what was the crowd like? How was it? The crowd was amazing. You know, Albuquerque really showed up, showed out, and showed the ass too. You know, it was a, <laughs> it was a good clean day uh, of fights. You know, everybody had a good time. I didn't expect this, but there were no fights in the crowd. Oh, Okay, you know I mean? there we go. And you know, Albuquerque <laughs> is, a, is a bit of a rough town. You know, and, uh, the bear up gave them all the violence they needed. There was no fights in the crowd. <laughs> and, you know, I was I was from the cruises, thinking right. that my my people from my town were going to clash with the north, those bocanios. But it was all love. It was, you know, it was a good time. Nice, uh,
0: awesome.
3: Man. Well, I'm sure you never asked this. How'd you get your nickname? No doubt. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was actually the 2004 Olympic trials i i came out of nowhere i was you know 17 year old from las cruces new mexico i yeah. uh, went to nationals you know maybe a few a handful of times but a lot of these other fighters were they grew up together seeing each other at nationals from from eight years old all the way to now 16 17 years old and, and me i i think i had one national appearance as a junior uh, in the junior olympics and then again you know only a handful of national appearances before the trials but i did win uh, the national tournament, the 2004 opens, which got me my bid into the Olympic trials. So I'm in the trials, and, and I noticed that everybody when they go check out the brackets, because, you know, we look at the brackets, see who we're going to fight, who's next, and everyone's like, who is Austin Trout? Mikes Cruces. Those Cruces. Yeah, they couldn't get it right. And I kept hearing, like, who is that? Instead of just being like me, I want hear if they say, like, oh, oh, he fighting Edward Joseph, though. And he ain't making it past the first round. Oh, he's fighting so-and-so and so. He ain't making it past this round. And then as the tournament went on and I, you know, I kept advancing, they kind of started changing that tune. Like, hey, yo, you see that kid, Trout? <laughs> yeah, he, you know what I, mean? I didn't think he was going to do anything. He did that. Started uh, winning the crowd. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I started winning. And it was really the crowd was other fighters. Just all these other fighters that, you know, really knew each other. And, and then now now they're like, all right, they're checking for me. Jason Estrada, who, who ended up being a Super Heavyweight Olympian for the 2004 Olympics, you know, nicknamed Big Six, it was right after I just won, and I'm going to the the, the box-offs. Mm-hmm. So you win the, the trials, you have the last final leg, which is the box-offs. And Big Six was like, hey, Trout, you're about to be an Olympian, son, no doubt. And then, uh-huh. right then, I was like, oh, snap, no doubt, Trout, try, no like doubt. It. You know, Jason the shot Pot doesn't even know that he gave me the name, but yeah, it was that time I only heard I first heard that Trout and no doubt. And the thing that they really stuck was the whole time I had no doubt that I was going to win. There you I go. See that. I can't. Everybody kept saying, oh, "Who's his kid?" I doubt he's going to do this, that, that. But I knew. I was like, "Watch, watch me prove them wrong." And yep. Uh, so I, I kind of carried that with me in my career because even in the pros, I had no doubt uh that I was gonna be a world champion. I know that I was gonna, you know, do something great in this game and, and really the game didn't help me do none of it. I mm-hmm. mean no 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 disrespect to to Al Heyman because he was the, the first person that gave me some help in this boxing game, looked out for me. But before I got to Al, I was a I was a world champion and undefeated. Twenty seven and oh twenty six and oh uh undefeated world champion. And I did that the super hard way. I had to go to people's backyards. Uh, take fights that nobody really would put my undefeated record on the line for rankings fought for no money plenty of times and uh you know that path a lot of people even my family doubted where that path was going to take me. i mean i remember having talks to my now wife and she's like you know it's it's okay if you you just go get a job and 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 focus on on building a career it's okay it's okay if you don't box i'm like no, it's not. The fuck it ain't. No, it's not okay. <laughs> like, I'm a monster in this game. And and just because yeah. they're not seeing it doesn't mean I can't prove it. And so, uh, you know, just going, overcoming a, a lot of doubt.
2: Yeah, man. It's definitely a story of perseverance and, and resilience, man. Uh, I mean, being a an, uh, WBC yeah. and IBF champion, what was it like beating Miguel Cotto?
3: one of the highlights of my career I've absolutely uh, been trying to chase that feeling back you know I've gotten real close a few times um he was a legend I was unknown again all the doubt stacked up on my side it was like yo trout who is trout same same scenario when I went to, to the first press conference against um, when I'm about to fight Cotto. And it's in New York and when I got up to the speak, First thing they kept saying, Who is you? Uh-huh. Who is you? You about to
1: get stretched.
3: <laughs> no name. I was like, uh-huh. No, it's no doubt. I got it. It's no doubt. No and, doubt. Uh, so, again, same thing. Nobody believed I was going to do it. And I knew from jump, I had no doubt of myself, no doubt of my God, no doubt of my abilities man, uh, man. that I was going to come out victorious. And I kept telling, them, I was like, Y'all tripping. That band is little. And, and you know what I mean? I'm, I'm the bigger man, I'm the better man. Y'all see. And I remember I told everybody I said, watch, I'm gonna beat him worse than Mayweather did. Because he just came up that very close decision, he lost to Mayweather before he uh-huh. And I beat him worse than Mayweather did. I, I beat him it. worse than Canelo did, technically too.
0: Like you said, everybody's doubting you. What where do you draw that inner inspiration to prove everybody wrong?
3: Well, you know, I'm hard headed. You want to tell me I can't do something, I'm definitely gonna do it. But also you know, my my faith, um it's my spirit, I was like, well. You know they say you gotta have faith and you can move a mountain. I must not have that much faith because I can't move no mountains. <laughs> I don't believe it. But if I have just a just a minuscule mountain less than a mustard seed, then I could definitely win a world championship. All right. If you need a mustard seed faith to move a mountain, then I just have yeah. a point of that, give me I'm a chance. Win a world championship. Yeah. So just give me a chance. It's, and it's not, again, if you if even if you don't have a you know a religious type of belief belief in yourself is, is really key it helps to have a belief in a higher power because then when you yourself is not up to it you like draw in from that infinite energy infinite knowledge infinite wisdom but that's 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 my biggest driving force in my belief in myself because i believe i'm favored highly favored
2: there you go i love that that's great is there, is there any more of a boxing in your future in the in the bare knuckle section or the bare knuckle arena
3: uh, yeah, both. I, you know, I'm trying to get a title shot through yep. the bare knuckle game.
2: And yep. I'm
3: trying to get a title shot in the boxing game. Is there, right? is there a
2: Knucklemania 4 going to be? Is that <laughs> when is that? Is that going to be? Coming?
3: Hey, right. I hope I hope they come out soon. I hope they bring it to Las Cruces, New Mexico, <laughs> uh, my town. Dallas, Texas. Oh uh, yeah, right. Well, Texas, it's not legal yet. We're waiting for them for for Governor Abbott to go ahead and sign off on that. Oh, okay. So we get this, this. Uh, H town crowd, some bare knuckle.
2: I like it, some knuckle action. Where does the
3: bare knuckle? Where's that out of? Um, I I know that Dave Feldman, the owner, he he's from the Northeast. Yeah. Um, but, but I I don't know where the main place is Probably Florida is that where I would assume? Is it yeah, close to Ormond
0: Beach? So. <laughs> Can you,
3: like, kick in like that, or is
0: it just no. just like a street brawl?
3: straight hands. Yeah, it's like a street, but you can do some clinching. You hold, you get hit and clinch. Grappling and uh, stuff? Little, like standing grapple. No takedowns, yeah. but, yeah, grappling on your feet. Yeah. Wow. So it is a little more of a street fight, you know, and then, <laughs> and then with a pair of knuckles, you, you, you get touched wrong. You get in Ormond Beach, Matt. Yeah, for I real.
0: Just, I just remember that Knuckles McGirt, watch me work. <laughs> <laughs> I used to run around with uh, my friend who was the manager of Francisco Bojano.
3: Oh, my gosh. I, I was with his coach, uh, Rob Garcia.
0: Yep. Yeah, we went. I remember we we went to, we were on the, uh, the Gotti, was it Gotti and Ward back then? Those battles, he was on the undercard, so we went and I sat next to Sean Tarver, and I forgot who he lost to, but um, it
2: was a close one in Atlantic City. Yeah, Matt, tell Austin about about the Ormond Beach House.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they used to train the fighters down there. There's a beach house in Florida where bring all the fighters and have them run on the beach and train and all that good stuff.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Good time. Good camp. Yeah. That was um, a while Francisco ago. Francisco Bojado, man. He would be great for this uh, bare knuckle stuff if he's ever trying to make a yeah. uh, comeback, right? Yeah. We yeah. don't want to bring
0: that up. We can't find him. I think he's in Mexico prison somewhere.
3: Yeah. He, I know he's in Mexico. He he got out. Um, <laughs> I, I heard he, he was shot. He got shot down there. Oh,
0: man. Well, then we were training yeah. his younger brother, Angel. I don't know. Uh, Angel Bajato, which back then he was like, you know, like the little kid, you know, and now he's, a, yeah. now he's an adult and he came to us and it's like, train us and we started and then he kind of fell off kind of. So it's
2: Austin How was it Was there any pressure on you to like reinvent yourself through all this stuff as far as maybe not going to work like your wife said, like living your dream? What was kind of one of the biggest things to reinvent yourself?
3: Yeah, well, you're right. It was uh I guess not necessarily reinvent myself because 'cause 'cause I've been boxing since I right. was ten. But really more so more so just to double down, like double up on me. I it was really a gamble on myself and um and and I'll always bet on me, you know, especially when my back's against the wall, you know, the,
2: Yeah. I definitely wanna hear something about the Antonio Margarito fight. That one was a double
3: yeah, I got I got a um, well, I got to spar with Tony Margarito. Oh, you did oh, two okay. different camps. And the interesting oh. thing about that was the camp I got to spar with him the first time was before he got caught with uh, the loaded gloves, right?
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh huh. And then the next time I got to spar with him was when he got reinstated and he got the Pacquiao fight, so he brought me into camp. Wow. And I can get I tell you right now that there was a big difference in his power really from the first camp to the second camp when he was. Loading his gloves up, he was doing that shit during sparring, and so I really don't have no respect for Margarito because he was trying <laughs> to hit me with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, when I came back for the Nets camp, uh, I, you know, I was like, bro, there's... and that's when it clicked. It wasn't even when he got caught. I was just like, "Damn!" I wonder if he was doing that during sparring. Exactly. I, nah, he wouldn't do that during sparring. Then I came back to camp, and I'm, I'm feeling, you know, catching his shots. They're not hurting like they used to. I'm like, bro, you dirty. Yeah,
1: dirty fighter. That yeah. I
3: punished. I punished him that whole camp. Like I, was, I took a person. I was like you right. could because he he did. He broke one of my friends' orbital bones. Rashad oh Holloway doing that shit during sparring. So I was trying to bust his ass up.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you did, yeah. man.
3: Yeah, no, me too. And guess what? Manny Pacquiao broke his eye. Mm-hmm. Talk about karma.
2: Karma, right? Exactly. Well, you mess with that stuff, you get it eventually.
3: Yeah, man. So, so yeah. And then the second camp was an interesting camp. I was in Oxnard, California,
2: uh-huh.
3: sparring with Margarita in the morning. Then I would go home, take a little nap. Then I would come to another gym in the afternoon and spar with Sergio Martinez. So I was sparring two greats in the same day. And I'm, let me tell you, I was working both of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit. Uh, Matt was saying you're, you're heavily involved in philanthropy. Tell us. Tell us what you got going there.
3: Well, um, it's definitely a blessing to to be a blessing, right? Uh, To be able to receive, to give. And, you know, the Torah teaches us that we got to take care of the elderly and the orphans. So Rocksteady Boxing is something that I I worked with. Uh, I'm an affiliate. I have a gym here in uh, Houston, uh, Rocksteady Boxing Main Street Gym, six hundred twelve Austin Street, right there downtown. And we also have a program in the gym down in Las Cruces, New Mexico, at the Dona Boxing Village. Parkinson's boxing therapy. Who would have thought that boxing would actually help Parkinson's instead of, uh, you know, causing? Mm-hmm. And since the, the most famous boxer of all, you know, Muhammad Ali ended up having Parkinson's. Not that it was necessarily boxing related, but now everybody kind of affiliates boxing with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, not to say that it doesn't cause, they, they, don't, they still don't know. It could be hereditary, it could be environmental, uh, it could be job occupational. They're still not quite sure. They, they're, they're getting close to figuring a lot of things out about the disease. Uh-huh. but what, One thing they do know is that boxing uh, not only helps manage symptoms, but it also can reverse uh, the intensity or the, the progression of symptoms well i'm not saying that it cures it it won't take them away completely but what it ends up happening is is the disease stops these neurological pathways from connecting Uh right and say for instance uh, the control of your hand was this connection here the disease destroyed that connection you start losing control of your hand right what boxing ends up doing is it cannot make that same connection happen but what it can do with the physical and mental workout that we incorporate is that it makes a new connection. So it kind of goes around about connecting this part with that part. So you regain control back in the hand for wow. the time being. Because again, uh, it's, it's there, there, unfortunately there's no cure. It is a chronic degenerative type of disease. Yeah. But the boxing makes the quality of life just last a little bit longer. Sure. Uh, so that's that's kind of the, the eldest part that I was found boxing being able to help uh, for, for the orphans, not necessarily orphans; these kids aren't orphans, but you know, for the kids, yeah. Um, down in New Mexico, we have this nonprofit called uh, the Sammy Burke Youth Boxing Gym. It's an affiliate, kind of a Pal Boxing Club, and it's it's one of the only after school programs that is in that town. You know, uh, right. not not saying it's the only gym; there's other gyms that are doing great, and they're they're good home for these kids. Um, like a, non-profit, a
2: non-profit boxing gym? Yeah, that's cool, man. Um,
3: Yeah, yeah. there's other non-profit boxing gyms in the town. and But the thing is we need to continue building the ones we got because uh-huh. the state stopped funding the science programs, the after-school reading programs, the art programs. And a lot of those kids 10 years later, since they stopped, they were strung out of drugs, shooting each other. Oh, it's gotten bad for the youth. So the the power boxing club or well it's not the power boxing the Sammy Berg youth boxing gym mm-hmm. uh, it's it's another safe haven for the kids and you know we get kids that really don't have nowhere to be and it's a good thing they're there getting tired instead
2: of using their energy right doing
3: something else
2: right is uh so tell me about yeah no how long has has Rocksteady been around
3: the Rocksteady boxing uh, altogether the franchise has been going on since sheesh. I want to say like 2012 maybe. Oh, Okay, cool. Uh, More than ten years, or even even 2008. But nonetheless, I got affiliated in 2018. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, we have you know over 60 combined with the the two gyms, 60 members uh, that that we've watched personally. I've seen them, you know, just get better. Wow. Right. And then honestly, not just the, the, with the workouts, because because we do things that that you know they have to remember things. It's a number system. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to translate the number of combination, you know, by one, two, five, six, three, into what that means, and then do it right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So sure, it's it's a lot of different steps of making your brain think getting these systems, incorporated that ends up making the new the different neurological. Yeah, patterns. get those neurons connected. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, the four that's way great. coordination, Very right? Like they say drumming would be good yeah. for. Them. Uh, so, it, and i not just, um, I believe in it because i I watch I see. When they don't come and when COVID happened, a lot of our fighters, rest in peace, withered away. Wow. And we lost a couple from-, from You think uh, COVID,
2: COVID, yeah, COVID affected the boxing world, just kind of the same, kind of shutting people down? Bad, out. bad. And, you know,
3: they didn't die from COVID. They just didn't come to practice, didn't have the social aspect that we provide because a lot of them are loners. They can't control their face, they can't control their voice, they can't control their tremblers, they don't like being around people. Mm. So we bring them around people that are doing none of them's the same, but it's all similar, right? And and then you catch them, you know, having movie dates and stuff without you. I'm like, y'all going on without me? <laughs> right. Didn't even invite <laughs> me. A, like that's a testament okay. to how much
2: it's, it's affecting their lives in a positive way for sure. Okay.
3: Yes. Well, it come. is. So I see. I see. And it's a blessing. And uh I wish Gallagher. we knew about this sooner, and I wish that they could hurry up and certify this for dementia, Alzheimer's, just growing old. As in, as subsidizing stuff because because it helps if you had Parkinson's or not,
1: mm-hmm.
3: any type of brain damage that you may have encountered, it helps get you back uh, with a yeah. new connection that if it can be made, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's not a one size fits all. Just like, going, song, just like can, going
2: to a workout. and Using your muscles, using your neuropaths to absolutely.
3: absolutely, and then the again, if we can do things like confuse you while while we're boxing, while we're being physically altered, you get more tired. It Matt, you got to get that. into
2: boxing, man. <laughs> <We both laughs> you, you really I, do. I, need I have this start. thing called
3: boxing I algebra. While I'll assign a letter to a combination, it will be a one two one two. That end is go. X. I like the and part so, where it brings you dates. If it brings
0: you yeah. dates, <laughs> yeah. you got to send me some some workouts. <laughs> I got you.
3: I got you. All right. <laughs> I got you, man. We're, we're telling everything up. Yeah. Mind, body. I'm going. Let that out. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going. Bag. I've
0: been going to the beach and the grocery store. I need to start boxing for dates now. <laughs> I never <laughs> knew that. Or I go to the park. Take a right. right. Do some <laughs> shadow boxing in, on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> but boxing
1: real. camp there yeah there you go in, in my song.
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you lost me oh,
3: we, were, we were good
2: we were good <laughs> that's funny so i mean i i, I couldn't help but look uh, you scour the internet a little bit so we got to just knock this out so tell me about the say yes to the dress episode And we'll ah. <laughs> yeah my wife
3: she was a big fan it's of funny, course, I mean,
2: so that, that show was huge. How was it uh, working out in a different kind of uh, atmosphere?
3: Uh, well, for I mean, it was it was cool. But let me just say, if you say yes to the dress, and you think about going on there, don't bother. You don't get no discount on the dress. <laughs> really? We flew ourselves out. We got our own hotels. Luckily, I was already getting flown out for, for another. I was going to be on BET, actually, with Mike uh-huh. Tyson. Oh, okay, cool. And, um... My wife was like, "Hey, telling the show because they already accepted us. Like, let her let her know we're gonna be there this time. You might as well just schedule us in." So they're like, "All right, cool, Bad, yeah, Because you know you're gonna have to fly out here anyway, right? right. But yeah, we need to get to sit on set or how that go? It, it was in the store, clients' store. It was, was in, in the store, store. and uh, it, was, it was. While I'm trying to talk shit about it, it was amazing because <laughs> not that I, I cared about any of that. All right? right, in fact. They brought me along because I think it was because I was boxing or not that they yeah. accepted us, but they didn't want my advice, my my, yeah. my input. That was, that was, You know what I mean? I was just a free face. His, his opinion. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, no opinion. Like, and I had an opinion. I was like. Yeah, show them curves. What you doing? What is this? You're gonna cover all that up? Like, really? I, but, but trust me, her dress was beautiful. Don't oh, get me wrong. I can imagine. It, it was so classy, still <laughs> sexy, it was great. I'm glad she didn't listen to me. But Thank nonetheless, on national TV, I got ignored. Even my grandmother, rest in peace, and this is the really beautiful part about it, was kind of in tune with her, my 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 uh, grandmother, my cousin Renee. And they all was just like, boy, shut up. we
2: me ask you. Got kind of, you, kinda, you know. You're like, but then, the, yeah, you're like, the episode's called his opinion,
3: though,
2: right? In other words, I'm paying for this dress. What do you mean? Uh
3: no, they, sure. they did a follow-up, and uh, they got my, you know, when they come to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some of them, they do the follow-up. They did the follow-up. They came, and they they, they shot, my, you know, my wedding, say, I do's, And and honest, and that was the last time that my, last day my grandmother was alive. She died oh. at my wedding.
1: Wow. So, they, you know,
3: they caught her the, the happiest part in the moment. And really the reason why she, she stayed alive because she, she should have died, you know, a month and a half. She
2: was trying to kind
3: of watch <laughs> Not to be saying that meanly, but, you know, it's, right. it, it's bittersweet. Um, again, you know, I, I'd say about things about the tour, but we believe that the final days are just in, like what's happening mm-hmm. in your final moments when you take your final breath. What, whatever's going around like look around what is happening that's very important to the soul right sure. and, oh, and yeah. she was yep. she was surrounded by her family i had my cousins uh her you know her sister came uh, her that's nieces it was dead. like it was she like saw like, me see yeah. my dudes yeah it was her last yeah sandwich. and just like a g she went out with a bang so yep. uh, she <laughs> it didn't ruin like, the party at all we partied hard for grandma
0: it was like yeah. she was kind of waiting for you and then she, she saw was. you maybe she's instrumental in your life I can tell and you know it's kind of a passing where you're getting married and kind yeah. of maybe her responsibility is passed to your wife you know and
3: so yeah. it's like I maybe I never thought of it like that you know yeah. it's like That's I crazy. waited passing now, of the now he's like passing of the torch. yeah now he's married and <laughs> I can go, and and I knew my marriage meant something. I wasn't sure, like exactly, but it was like, well, that's a lot of pressure, Grandma. Die <laughs> <laughs> at my wedding. I can never get the.
1: You know, not you know,
3: We and my wife are still married today, happily. Um, gotcha. Hardly, right. but happily. Nice. It's hard, but it's happily. The passing of the torch. That's why, because my wife does yeah. take care of me. There um, you go. Yeah, she does, and my grandma had to make sure she wanted to make Sweet. sure I was going to be taken Great. care of. Instead of uh, doc- she, she did good, she did good. It wasn't for for nothing. Good job, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Instead of Doctor Phil, you got Doctor Butko. <laughs> I like. Now you, while, while we're on Grandma, I know you're very fond of her. I I bet you she was a good cook. You know what? And she really wasn't. She, she wasn't. She didn't know how to eat. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say what's your what was your favorite Grandma? You know dish? She,
3: she wasn't. She wasn't the homemaker. For saying my grandfather could cook though. Oh, uh, okay. My so grandfather was the cook, Otis Johnson. Hey, no. uh, what did, what uh, was shout your... out to Wilhelmina Johnson? Rest in peace. I miss yep. you, Grandma. I uh, will forever remember your name, Wilhelmina, which means oh, yeah. we a party in in German. Uh with, oh, Which really? is funny because Austin is uh,
2: Warrior in German. Oh, oh wow! So, Austin, awesome yeah, she was very
3: protective too. She could fight too. That's where I get my. Hands from. <laughs> there
2: you go. That's where I get my moves from. Who's yeah. the, who's the cook in
0: your
3: house? Your yeah. wife or you? Oh, my, my wife. I could cook too, though. Don't get me wrong. What's your favorite dish to cook? Kid, she has her, you know, her rotation of bomb <laughs> dishes, and All whenever right, she right. wants to throw a little pizzazz, boom, she can do it. Uh, me, I'll be like, I feel like risotto, so I'll, I'll make some risotto. There you uh, go. Uh, or, or I'm like, doing. you know, I feel like uh, something I tried over there, so I'll look it up. I'll go get the stuff, and I and I'll make it. And then you know, she sometimes she gets mad. She's like, you go pay by. Well, all this stuff, these different ingredients that we're never using, you just make one dish one time. <laughs> it was like, mom. right. It was so special. It's like,
0: right. You got to go and buy it, and, you know, and it's a huge bag and you only use like a half
3: a teaspoon. We don't yeah, need so I got to get better at Just continue to get better at it. <laughs> yeah. So risotto is like one of my things I like, can kill. I kill love it. risotto too. Yeah, me I pile too. The,
2: I pile up the Parmesan in there.
3: Yeah, I, don't know. I was I was doing that Fontaine cheese, which is real stanky cheese, you know. And <laughs> yeah. I
2: was, fontaine,
3: and, but you know, just like playing on it, I mean, But yeah, risotto's been my latest thing I've been doing recently. I, I was doing, a, I did a a real good uh, dessert. It was like uh it's brown sugar and butter. No matter what comes,
2: no matter what comes after that, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Butter and sugar. It's it hard too. So like, it's yeah. good. Crunch is good. I read this. I read this meme. It was like, it was today. It was earlier this morning. It was like, I don't know much, but I do know that if you add more cheese to every single recipe. <laughs> It just gets better. It's never bad. It's never bad. I think that would would probably go under sugar. Yeah, bacon, 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 butter, and cheese.
3: (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: Luckily, I just ate. What was your most proud moment in the ring as far as being kind of surreal moment? I mean, do you have a surreal moment? I mean, you've been in the ring so long. Every time
3: I get in there and do something good, it's a surreal moment because a lot of people would never have thought. You know, I got to go to Dubai and, and, and box. Wow. Uh, I got to go to Germany and box. In my amateur days, I was at the Olympics. I was in Athens, Greece, you know, at the 2004 Olympics where the last man won a gold medal. Wow. wow. Yeah, you know? uh, you know, I say last man because Clarissa Shields, she got two of them bags. You know, <laughs> wow. Um, so, you know, beating Koto in the garden. Which mm-hmm. was one of the last fights that my grandmother got to see. Oh, wow. oh, great! Yeah, she was in a coma during during the Canelo fight, which is oh. crazy because she
2: would have probably died during that fight,
3: and I would have oh, never like, forgave myself. I can't.
2: I actually watched some of that today. I watched some of the
3: highlights. This, this uh, You see, God was looking out. You see he yeah. had the most high. He Man, his right on. hand.
2: <laughs> he his right hand on.
3: was
1: dangerous, but you kept. And him off. put that.
3: He, he put her right. to sleep, so I could you know go through a, a tough fight like that. So I didn't I didn't kill my grandma. Right. And right. I would I would probably would have quit, but you know what I mean? And then she woke up came to my wedding and then died there. Man, wow. That's went not me. Just,
2: went distance, that's not me. Went the distance, dude. She's all the way, man. Hey, like, Baruch Hashem, yeah. <laughs> what else do you like to
0: do? Like as a hobby when you you know, you're boxing all the time. What do you you like to
3: hunt or fish or you like to watch movies or what? I've been hunting twice. Um, honestly i'm a vegetarian but i i think it's a real good skill to have it is a good uh, cause skill in survival moments i will eat you know i mean actually even now as a vegetarian i'm not like hardcore like i love animals i you know i i do it for different reasons and that is i don't trust you know mass market produced meat
2: sure right it's got <laughs> so, all and antibiotics and other right. of
3: and you know i eat kosher anyway so it's not. It's too expensive to get kosher, grass fed, uh, Every, organic yeah. beef. It's too expensive. Uh, so basically, if I shot it out there, I know that's pretty good meat. Right. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I, I went hunting twice. Uh, went elk hunting, bull hunting. We got one. I wow. didn't kill it. Helped to call it in. My buddy could kill it. And again, I just wanted to know how to like to scout. And in New Mexico, right. unlike Texas you really have to hunt like we were following these these things up and down mountains all day right and then we figured out where they go where they come we took a nap got up early just to follow them all day and set up a trap where they're gonna (laughs) mess at night it's a little bit more than a corn feeder for sure it was yeah it was tiring and it was sick because we followed the track saw the the signs smelt the piss uh (laughs) All right. We knew where they were coming to go bed, so we set up a call because it we, we was like, you know, maybe, honey season, maiden season. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you spray the piss on you? You know how they do the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. all The whole nine. We called him in. Buddy came in, trying in. He had a girl with him already. He was living, <laughs> yeah, living good. He <laughs> good. All that. And they don't see good, but they smell. So, you oh, know, yeah. I, I, you you all that. And... When he came in, my guy took a shot and got him. I felt bad. In fact, I cried. Um, oh. All these dudes around me, you know, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we got it out." I yeah. can't believe it. And I was like, hold oh. <laughs> on. I got something in my eye. Not it bad. didn't suffer. It didn't suffer. <laughs> right. I felt better when I saw, and I came with, you know, my, my partners were all Mexican. These two Mexican brothers had a knife that was like this
2: big. Oh yeah. Chopped
3: that whole thing up like that.
2: Yeah. The bat <laughs> strap, they corded it, it. They it. It. It it celebrate the its off. Life by eating it. You can celebrate its life by eating it. Exactly. You that. So when I
3: saw how they chopped it up and everything that they were going to use, and they used damn near everything, you know, yeah. except for the stuff. I, I felt better. You know what I mean? Mm. I gave thanks to the for the animal and I gave thanks to, to the most high uh, for it. We ate good for a long time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> for a long time. You know, we donated a lot of the, the cuts too, you know, a lot what? of people got to eat off of it. It was a blessing. That's all. What like. was it? A deer, an elk, or what? Elk. It was an elk. Oh, okay. it was a big old thing. Colors? I love elk meat. Gamey, sweet. Uh we had we slow roasted it, cooked it for a long time, and it was great. Nice. Um, yeah, it was gone. And then we tried to we did turkey uh turkey hunting. And again, you know, you gotta go find. We gotta call. I, I severely did this, you did the uh, you did the yeah, Did the it. whole the whole night. We used a shotgun. The, <laughs> the quack. I underestimated turkeys. I was like, bro, a shotgun and a turkey. This is gonna be like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> nah, <laughs> they on the They see you coming a mile away. You um, literally yeah. have to like brawl at a slow pace yeah. to creep up on these turkeys or call them into you. Right. right. We're staying still. Or Even then, they're pretty tough. you know. <laughs> or find a blind one. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but then he would have been gone. Yeah, he'd have made he been gone. He has a lot of help from his friends. So they might have these stories as a vegetarian animal lover. Um, there you go. To have those skills could be key. You know, what if the grocery store is closed forever? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Gardening, yeah. farming, hunting, purifying water. Those are, you know, real wealth. I need to give me some land. There you go. Then
0: no, you can take a shot of wild turkey after you get the turkey.
3: <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't get a turkey. <laughs> oh no. Every time we would call one, like everybody was out, like, there's too many hunters. Every time we call one close, we hear bow!
2: Like, <laughs> well, the game over.
3: Yeah, yeah. It happened like four times in the in the day. In that one day, I, I was like, I'm gonna go home. This is not going to (laughs) work. What about
2: fishing? Have you ever been fishing? about trout?
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, New Mexico, where I'm from, the state fish is called the cutthroat trout. Whoa. Weird, right? Now I live here in in Houston. Cutthroat trout? Cutthroat trout. Wow. I'm the state fish. Yeah, I've done fishing. Um, You know, there's some pretty good fishing spots in New Mexico. Um, I've I've done some deep-sea fishing in Costa Rica. I've done some deep-sea fishing in Costa Rica. Pull that sucker in. It was, nice. it, was colors. it was crazy. Did you ever get sick? Jackfish. Like seasick? No, uh, I, I didn't get seasick. My daughter yeah. did. Yeah, it's sometimes um, out big, there. She, she took a nap, slept it off. She caught herself a big jackfish, too. It was great. Oh, hunting. wow.
2: Nice. Yeah, if you ever go, they got a lot of red snapper outside of Houston and some of those, uh, those fish. We'll you got to go out there. Even by Corpus Christi, right? You know, it's kind of far. Still, they've got some No, but they got a lot of deep-sea fishing
3: spots. And my manager lives in Galveston, and I I need to go visit him, maybe take him fishing or something. Yeah. There you go. What do you got next on your schedule? You got a fight coming up, or...? I don't have anything scheduled. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, fairly training to stay fit. Uh, You know, I don't want to get fat. It's gotten (laughs) real easy after turning, you know, 30 and so uh wait till you uh, turn 40 <laughs> wait till you turn 15. It's, it's coming and so I, you know i gotta just implement that's why i stopped eating meat too you know especially in between fights i yeah, had to do something different great. i'm getting older my body's not metabolizing the same and getting yep. dense and, and now honestly I, I make weight easier than i did when i was 27 26 when i when i was 27 i made it pretty good that was like the canelo Cotto fight but 25, right, right. 26, 28, you know, I struggled a little bit. It
2: was rough. What was your strategy as far as making the weight?
3: I mean, I, I would take the little down, little by little, but, you know, I, I I just didn't, I had a lot to take off. In between fights, I would get real big, like 185, 190, oh. which I thought was big. Now, these cats is coming down from 225. You know, JR wow. was 225 in between fights. Wow. And when you fought me, he had to weigh one fifty was like, how, how did you do that naturally? That's 70
2: pounds. That's insane. Yeah.
3: Now what's the what's the rule
0: on that? Say it's like rule. No, I mean no, 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 not not dropping the weight. Like you come to the uh, way and and you're supposed to be one fifty-four. What if you're one fifty-five? You supposed to, to
3: drop a pound. And what if you don't? Then we have the option to like, well, if it's for a belt, he can't win the belt if we decide to go forward. Oh, then I have the option to either, you know, take their purse or take their purse and not fight, take their purse and fight. You know, it's really the ball's in my court. Has that ever happened? Um In your career? Like, someone no, didn't make me. their I way. Usually, they've usually made the way within the two hours. Gotcha. No, I, okay. Yeah. And I've never lost to the scale. Yeah. I've always made the way within two hours, too.
2: Right, yeah. I see. I got you. Nice. Cool. Did you ever have, like, certain things you would do before a big-time weigh-in, like, as far as what you'd eat or how you discipline your body? How, how does that so work? So, again, it
3: used to be because I was, you know, getting down to the nitty-gritty that I was like, I, ain't, I didn't eat or really drink in, you know, right. two days. I didn't drink nothing in two days, ain't, ain't nothing for the whole fight week. and. Oh, wow. That was just I was doing it dumb. <laughs> now, now really like I'm I'm eating all the way up to the weigh-ins, even yeah. though it's a small all portion the of the way-in. But I'm I'm eating all the way up and drinking a little bit here and there. Yeah, it's all about yeah. um, holding water. What's going to hold the water in? So I stopped. like fight we I eat no carbs, no salt, no carbs, and wow. that way I don't hold no water. <laughs> the water I drink is going to just you know flush out. And help flush out, you know, other stuff that I'm eating. Sure. So I got disciplined and I got educated. Nice. Using the same tactics that, you know, some of these cats are using from a long time ago. They do work and they don't work. Uh-huh. And, you know, it was just about checking the science on what does work and what doesn't work. So boxing, I
0: you know, looking at it, it's kind of like other sports. It's, you know, you could probably say it's a young man's sport, but you get up into your 30s and maybe your 40s. What do you plan on doing after boxing?
3: Well, you know, I'm, I have some businesses that I go that that are helping take care of some of the day-to-day that I would just invest and try to grow. I would definitely have something to do with boxing. It would be hard to just. Well, you got your. I you do got like your, a sport. I'm a fan. Yeah, you, you got know, your boxing gyms, right? To work there yeah, with the yeah, kids. Yeah, get, the... get some, some gyms popped up. Get some. I don't know about doing management, management. And I say that while I have some people that I, I say I advise and look after, but I don't have any any financial gain or benefit from their career. I just want them to do good. Right. All right. Right. Kind of mentor them. Yeah, exactly. Show them like, like, I don't know about that one. I don't know about this. This looks good. That, that doesn't. But as far as like promoting or managing, I don't know, man. I, 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 I would hate to do anybody dirty knowing that I kept saying this is my life. These people are acting like I'm just a number. And I would have to act like they're a number to a certain extent to be successful. Right. The numbers gotta make sense. Right. And and no matter how much I feel, if that that man's numbers ain't making no sense, it ain't gonna be good business. Right. Even though that's his life. You know what I mean? Sure. Heart of hearts, he believes that he's the right fit, but yeah, you know, again, the numbers don't go. So I, I don't want to be, be in that position, for real. I don't know. So. Coaches are hard, too, because they get left just as much as uh fighters
2: get left. Yeah. I mean, the loyalty in this game is just kind of nowhere. I know you've been doing it forever, but, you know, MMA has kind of come up within the last 10 years more. You know, there's a lot more. And, I mean, you've got the bare knuckle stuff going on. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. I like to fight. But, um,
3: no, MMA, maybe, let's say, maybe 10, 12 years ago, had I just started on the MMA, I could have wrecked some shit because it was like right. a tough man contest, bro. Yeah,
2: exactly. It got it down to a science. It's down to a science now. Well, the I, I like the fact that you're going to the next level with the bare knuckles. I mean, that's yeah, just, yeah in and, itself, and we, that's and, and it's fun. It
3: opens up my my him all the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and it does make me want to like do more. Oh, we have, like a tackle his ass, you know, <laughs> pound him oh, right. or something. But you know, these guys, the little intricacies of just the standing grappling that I was learning, I was like,
2: well, I just think that it, it takes Knuckles. so long, long to practice. master. It. Do you how mm-hmm? much track do you think bare Knuckles has? I mean, I mean, it's just another avenue. For people to get interested in so i mean i think it has all the potential in the world
3: yeah i think it's you know the next best thing you know since ufc you yep. it's, it's getting a lot of ufc uh fans and a lot of boxing fans and then i hope to, to yep. kind of show that the boxing will always be supreme if you're just standing and throwing them yeah uh, right so. what about announcing or commentating would you want to do that oh i would love to do it i just got to do a the BKFC 41 card in Denver, uh, it was great. I was alongside Chao Sanin, uh, who has all the energy in the world. Uh, you know, he's just go. So I had to kind of match that, which was good for me. And I think I think we were able to to work off each other real well. So I hope I hope they bring me back. Uh, you know, I'll keep practicing and getting better. Nice.
2: I like it. We've been to Denver before. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, we got you. It's it's a it's a hot spot now. It is. I love it. That. Hey, man, we gotta it's, we gotta wrap it up right now, Austin. Um, it's all good. I'm sorry I was late. Yeah. Oh no, you're good, brother. You we'll have you, again. We'll you, have you on again. On yeah, hey, I'd love to come back. All right, guys,
3: have I, a good I'll one. Give you a shout.
2: You, Thanks, Austin. You got it. Thank you. All right, buddy. Thank you to Austin Trout for being on the show today, and thank you to my co-host, Matt Budkus, Follow us on our social channels listed in the show description and thebudkissaward.com for updates on this podcast. If you're interested in purchasing 51 merchandise, please go to dickbudkiss.com. Be sure to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. This podcast was brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. I'm Matt Amendola, and we'll catch you on the next one.
0: AmericanEagle.com has over 2 decades of experience designing websites that produce results. Their clients have come to rely on them for a full line of website services from design and development to digital marketing, hosting, and support. AmericanEagle.com is the technology partner you need if you're looking for online success. They work with clients in nearly every industry. They also are the official website and digital marketing provider for the Buckets Award and Butkus Foundation websites, and we proudly recommend the team at AmericanEagle.com. Give AmericanEagle.com a call today, One eight seven seven web now one That's AmericanEagle.com, 1-877-W-E-B-N-O-W-1.